Hey there, Paul Heron here, and alongside my co-host Tyler Nouns, I'm super excited to welcome you to the very first episode of the Life Coach Live podcast. Now, Tyler isn't on the mic just yet, but both of us are buzzing with excitement to get this journey started with you. Today, we're zeroing in on the power of knowing your vision. Trust me, it's a game changer. So grab a coffee, settle in, and let this conversation get started. Welcome aboard. Welcome to Life Coach Live. I'm Tyler Nowens, and I'm thrilled to be here for another talk with my associate, Paul Heron. How are you doing today, Paul? I'm doing very well, thanks, Tyler. It's uh, yeah, great to be back again. Um, I feel like we're starting to get into the swing of this, and full steam ahead. Excellent. So today, I, I, thought, um, I thought we'd kind of focus on what brought us together and what inspired us to become a life coach. And uh, so the question that I'm kind of mulling over and wanted to discuss today between you and I, but also some something for our audience to listen to and to think about for themselves is what is your, your vision as a life coach? And yeah, I think it's a, it's a pretty big and important topic. So what do you think? Do you think it's important vision? And what is your vision, Paul? Do you have one? Yeah, great question. It's, uh, you know, that's something that I would be thinking about very, very regularly, I'd say. Um, it, it's a really interesting thing for me because, you know, it means so many different things. You know, I think whatever we're working towards, I think visualization and putting yourself in that place is really powerful. Um, but when, when I'm thinking vision, I'm thinking, you know, my ultimate vision, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know, freedom, financial freedom. I'm thinking health for me and my family, you know, the flexibility to do all the things that we wanted to do. And, you know, from, from that ultimate vision, you know, we break that down into the various different elements and, you know, vision as a life coach to me would mean how I'm going to create a a lifestyle and a business and how I'm going to be able to meet my needs of contributing back and helping others and having a successful business that allows me to do that. Um, yeah, I just think it's a really powerful question that I'm almost continuously coming back to. How about yourself, Tyler? What does it, what does it mean to you? Oh, yeah. It's, um, I mean, it depends on the context, right? Like you identify different categories you know, with your family and health and finance and business and giving back. Uh, and I think I share, totally share those things as well. Um, you know, and so when, when I, I like to think vision is kind of a bit of an abstract, uh, you know, like you, you might think of it as something that you're imagining for yourself. Um, and, I think I relate to the word vision is like, what do you really want and why are you really here? What is your, your real purpose? And that question, those questions have been, I have been pursuing those questions adamantly uh, since I was actually quite young. And um, I think, I think for me, it really, is the question is why I, why am I here? What what is the purpose of my life? Like I think of life as as pretty miraculous, 
and um, and I I do feel that there is a higher purpose for each of us in life. And you know, I I heard someone a number of years ago say that your first purpose actually is to find your purpose, uh, which I thought is actually quite true. And uh, and when, then, then once you find your purpose, now you have a new purpose, which is to fulfill it. And, uh, you know, depending on what that purpose is, it could be a lifelong journey. So my, my purpose, I think the, you, one of the words you said, Paul, is freedom. And I would say that that's one of the words that I identify with as well. Um, and for me, it's actually not so much financial freedom, although financial freedom is great. I wouldn't say no to it. Um, it's, it's more of a freedom from uh, limitations in, in my own uh, internal mental and emotional world. Uh, freedom from, um, you know, smallness, you know, freedom from uh, not stepping forth and giving selflessly. Yeah, so I think that about covers it. Um, but, you know, and then one of my visions, Paul, is is actually being fulfilled right now with you and I having this conversation. Like, this is something that, uh, you know, a year ago, I really would wanted to fulfill this vision. And, you know, here we are. Uh, and, you know, obviously it's been your vision too, uh, because you're here, right? That's awesome, Tyler. Yeah, and I, I echo all of those sentiments pretty much exactly. It's, um, you know, it's such a powerful thing to, to think through, you know, we kind of mentioned vision as being the topic of the day, but it, I think it ultimately comes back down to our sense of purpose and those really deep questions around why we're here and why we've been given this awesome opportunity to be able to go down this path that we're on. And I'm interested to ask you, Tyler, how vision and I love that example about the, you know, living out your vision right now. How was that vision that you created about doing this type of thing? How has it helped you take the steps that you needed to take? Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, I... You know, I've kind of, in coming up with this question in preparation for our conversation today, I actually, um, there's a number of steps involved. But the way that I think of vision is it's a little bit, it's a, it's a fascinating subject, actually, because if vision is something that you want, then it's a certain effect right? We, we have a, a, a goal for a certain effect. Yet, the vision, actually, when you really uh, contemplate it, vision is the seed of the effect, is the cause of the effect. It's the starting point, which is, uh, it's a bit of a paradox, really. 
So um, I don't know. That's a bit of an abstract way to answer your question. Yeah, but it's 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 so it's both a cause for you in your life, a driving force in your life, but it's also something else like ahead of you that you're you know moving towards. So it's it's inside of you, but it's also fulfilled. It's reflected outside of you. Yeah, cool. So this is a another. Uh, question that I thought we could discuss, and I think we've touched on it a little bit already. Um, whether or not vision is important. Uh, so let me ask you, Paul, how how important? I think we both agree it's important, but really in life, in terms of you and I are life coaches and we work with clients. How important? Is it for ourselves to have vision in our life? And do you also feel that it's important with your clients that you work with? And if so, how important? Mm. Another great question, Tyler. Look, it is, it's hugely important. Um, you know, what's coming up for me is the idea that, you know, whatever it is that we, that we want to move towards, mm. you know, if we want to, if we want to move towards a a big goal, you know, if we want to live toward, if we want to live to our full potential, and you know, really make the most of the of the time that we have here, the small amount of time we have here, you know, I think it's this sense of vision. To me, when I think of vision, it's it's coming from it's coming from the heart almost. You know, it's not something that we're necessarily thinking intellectually about, but it's our body enabling us to visualize forward and think about the full potential that we can reach um, when, when we pursue our goals. I'm just thinking out loud now. I don't think I've ever really thought this through, but when, we, when it comes time to do our goal setting, you know, potentially maybe that's more of a intellectually making sense of what our vision is. You know, it may be. Um, but it all starts with the vision. You know, I was talking, I was talking to a client of mine during the week and we were having a big conversation about about goal setting. And one of the things that we need to be doing when we're striving for our goals is to make sure that we are passionate about our goals and that they do, and there is a, a deep sense of meaning towards our goals. You know, we want to be pushing ourselves to reach the absolute limits of what we think is possible. And I think it is this sense of vision that you've described really well uh, earlier that helps us find, you know, what is truly important to us. You know, what what are the things that we're going to sort of put our attention towards and, you know, start uh, start hopefully finding a way to turn into reality. And I think I think our vision and our overall sense of purpose plays a huge part in that whole process. Yeah, it, it is. Um, what's interesting, okay, so what I heard you say there's a couple things you talked about vision coming from the heart it's not so much a an intellectual thing perhaps the goal the strategy the action the plan is more a little bit more intellectual how am i going to fulfill the vision uh but what was also very interesting to note is that goals are not your vision goals and vision are separate 
And this is this conversation. I know we're we're moving into kind of the next step, talking about goals. But but vision is um, is what you want, and goals. And this is fascinating because you know you and I have both been in corporate world and you know business and all that kind of stuff. And so most corporations have a vision and a mission, right? That's kind of one of the the core ingredients of kind of a successful corporation, you know, and some corporations spend a lot of, invest a lot of time and energy and get the whole organization involved. Like they'll do a workshop and come up with their new unifying vision that everybody kind of, you know, is on the same page with as, as kind of this motivating thing for the entire organization to work towards. It's why they show up, hopefully, with enthusiasm every day to work, right? Towards it. So, but the, the, the goal is more of the mission. Well, what are, what are we going to do in order for that vision to come to fruition? In order for us to fulfill it, what are we going to do? Um, but the, but really the starting point is your vision, isn't it? I mean, that's the, that's the primary, Starting point. What is it I want? Why am I here? Once I have a deep mental, emotional, spiritual connection to that, then it, it really, you know, and, and I'm not saying that that's an easy place to arrive at. You know, we'll, we'll get into that part later because it's rare. What I just said is it's rare for people, I think, I don't know what you think, to have that deep conviction at a mental, emotional, and spiritual level about what their vision is and about what they want. We all have a vision. We all want, and, you know, but it's kind of, for most people, I think it's kind of in the background. It's not, oh, there's some people that are very much vision-driven vision-oriented, but I think a lot of people, you know, and we talked about this the other day that, uh, you know, some, somebody said, you know, that they, who they talk with a lot of people that I think they have a podcast. So I was watching some podcast clip and the people that were talking says, the guy says, I have talked to so many people who are, and the word he used was aimless. They're aimless in their life. They don't have a direction. They don't, therefore, they don't even know, they don't know what to do. It's like you get kind of stuck and it's hard and to move, it's hard to move forward because you don't know what it is that you want, you know? And so I'm, I'm kind of, I'm going to hand it back to you because uh, I could go on here. I just, I was about to let it rip. <laughs> yeah, this this is just such a big, it's such a big topic, and it's you, I think you're spot on, Tyler. It is, you know, for us to really achieve worthwhile things in our life, we need to they need to be aimed at our vision, at our idea of what truly is most important to us. We're a work in progress. What our vision is might evolve and change over time. But for us to 
be able to take meaningful action, I think having a closely aligned vision and purpose uh, to enable us to start pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone is essential. I love that you mentioned a podcast there. I, I was listening to a podcast on the way to the gym just yesterday and they were talking about a similar topic and they were talking about as, ad, as, as adults, we can get in our own way. Um, but they had the examples Sorry. Sorry. as adults, as adults, we can get in our own way. You know, we've got so many different options available to us. There's, you know, what, what, what do we decide on what is being most important to us? It's the overwhelm that, that we talked about. It's like, you know, if you're not, if you're not clear on what it, what your, what your vision is, then you don't know what your goals are. And basically the, 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 the big problem is I'm going to, we're going to move to the next slide here. Um, so the big problem is if you suffer from a lack of, of vision, then you are distracted because I believe that we are all born with a purpose and our purpose is to find out what our purpose is and our mission is to fulfill that purpose. Okay. And if you aren't clear about what your purpose is, the world is feeding you so many agendas, other people, what they want from you. We are constantly being inundated by this stuff. And this is part of the reason why people are confused because the vision that they're, they want, they, they're, they're looking for something. And that's part of the reason why we're open and receptive because we're, but we're looking from it from an external source. Well, maybe so-and-so has the, the, the bit of information that I'm looking for, you know? And what you said earlier, Paul, is that it comes from the heart. It's not, you can't find it externally. I mean, you may, other people, you may find reflections of it, but really those reflections are just an opportunity for you to look inside of yourself, for you to see yourself. And uh, so if, if you have a lack of vision, then, you know, oh, now the first thing that popped into my mind is Pinocchio. Have you now, because my... I, I don't think I ever watched the Pinocchio movie growing up. I knew the story, right? But then when I had kids, when my kids were little, we were into Disney. And so it was kind of fun. I got to relive my childhood a bit and watch cartoons with them and be a kid. And it was fun. Like, I enjoyed it. You know, my kids are now uh, almost uh, 18 and 16. Um, but uh, uh, Pinocchio was was actually a real boy. He was actually a real boy. But he was portrayed as a puppet because people were coming at him and, pull, and pulling his strings and getting him into trouble, getting him off track. And uh, I don't know if that analogy is a little bit extreme, but when I saw that, I really, I was actually quite, it was, it's quite good. I don't know if you've seen the Pinocchio movie, Paul. We're getting off track here a bit, but... I saw it reasonably recently, um, probably more for entertainment purposes, but um, I love it. And 
I have got a question for you, Tyler. It's, you know, I think sometimes when we can put this huge pressure on ourselves to find our life's vision. Do you think, do you think we have smaller mini visions along the way to realizing our true vision? And the only reason I'll, 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 sorry, I'll let you answer that in a moment, but the story that came up in that podcast I was mentioning was about, about kids, you know, kids in general, an 18 month old kid will turn around and see everyone walking around them. They'll see their brothers and sisters doing this thing that they want to be able to do. They develop a sense of vision around, you know, this is what I want to do for now at this moment in my life. This is my purpose. I need to get up and start walking and. I think that's a really good example because, you know, when we first start to to do anything new, we'll fall over, we'll fail, we'll fall over hundreds of times probably when we're learning to walk. But I think it's that sense of purpose around the thing that we're trying to develop, um, sense of vision around what success looks like. We know we're not being distracted by anything else. We're just jumping in and, and doing the thing that we know is required to take us a step further towards our ultimate goal. Just interested to get your thoughts on, you know, are we constantly looking to find our ultimate vision or do you think there's little mini visions, purpose-filled activities that we can embark on along the way? Yeah, and, you know, what I think um, an anal- or, um, a simile for vision is the desire. Like, what is it that you want? and um, a lot of times, uh, you know, well, well, a desire will just arise. Uh, like, as you say, when you're a kid, you see, you know, other people walking and then this inspiration comes, I want to walk. Um, and so, and, and, you know, oftentimes we, the part of the reason why people suffer from a lack of vision is because they need to see it being portrayed. They need to see an example, you know, and that's why, you know, kids look up to heroes or, um, or that's why, you know, you know, maybe Tony Robbins in terms of being a life coach, he's an example, right? And so, um, that's kind of, I think, how, People find their vision if they if they do suffer from a lack of vision. And I'll tell you, just speaking of suffering from a lack of vision, I I was probably twenty years old. You know, I'd already found my career and I was already making good money. But on the inside, I was desperate to find out what my purpose was. And I remember. It was New Year's Eve and, uh, you know, I didn't have much going on. And the only real option I had was to go with a buddy who knew a girl who was going with her friends to some party where I wouldn't know anybody. And that really didn't appeal to me at all. And oddly enough, because I've thought about this time quite a bit, like, you know, in, in, the previous years on New Year's Eve, I remember maybe the year before or maybe two years before on New Year's Eve being in at a, at a party with all these people that I kind of grew up with. You know, we're all 
hammered or stoned or whatever we are. And midnight strikes and everybody is, you know, celebrating and, and hugging each other and blah, blah, blah. And that moment, Paul, even though I was surrounded with my friends, I felt completely alone. And uh, so, you know, the next year when I got invited to go with a buddy, with girls that we didn't know to a house where I wouldn't know anybody, I thought, well, geez, I'm really going to feel alone. And I didn't want to do that. And I actually, and it was really hard for me, but I actually ended up going uh, to a meditation center for New Year's Eve. And um, it was something that I was familiar with from my childhood. But as a teenager, you know, I was too cool for, for that. But the truth was, I was actually too concerned with what my friends would think of me and how they judge me if I was into that. So, and that was kind of my breaking away. Like, it was really hard for me to go to that meditation program that night um, because the truth was, Paul, I was judging myself for going. I thought, you know, I'm 19 or 20 years old. Why can't I find happiness in getting drunk and partying and sex and all that kind of stuff? And I actually remember before going to the meditation center that there must be something seriously wrong with me if I'm going to this place. This is how hard I was judging myself. There must be something seriously wrong with me if I'm going to this meditation center. And, you know, I was worried about what other people would think. I actually stopped for a, a vegetarian pizza at McDonald's and I was eating it in the parking lot there. And one of my buddies, like a good buddy that I partied with lots, he pulls in right beside me. Hey, Nowens, what you doing? Like it's New Year's Eve. And uh, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to a party with some of my dad's friends is what I said. So... I was introduced to the meditation group as a child with my dad and it actually had a real profound effect on me and it it actually ignited something it awakened something in me and uh you know I I think that that was part of the desperation that I was experiencing as a as a teenager because I couldn't find that the happiness that I was supposed to be finding in, in you know, and, uh, and just to finish this off, Paul, the moment I got there, all this, all the tent, all the, the concern started to lift from my shoulders. And I remember sitting down and it literally felt like the weight of the world was lifted off my shoulders. And I, I don't know how conscious I was of this thought, but the first thing I sat, I took a breath, I exhaled, and, and I went, what a relief. I can finally be myself. I don't have to pretend. I don't have to try to portray myself in a certain way, have a certain image, be cool, you know, all that kind of stuff. So um, that for me was really a, a turning point in my life. And so uh, just to say for, for me personally, yeah, I, I did. 
as long as I was ignoring my purpose, my vision, I definitely suffered as a result. And I was doing stuff that I shouldn't have been doing all because I was trying to find my purpose. It's like uh, looking for love in all the wrong places. You know, like we're all looking for vision. It could be love. It could be freedom. It could be joy, happiness, fulfillment, all that kind of thing. So, and I think I would say, actually, Paul, in my opinion, that the majority, the vast, vast majority of suffering in the world. Now, I'm not talking about physical conditions where people don't have enough food or clean drinking water or they're living in poverty or something like that. Um, I'm talking about people, they may look like they're okay externally, but internally they're suffering. And that is, I think, becoming more and more predominant. And, and it's part of the reason why I've wanted to be a life coach is because uh, I think that, you know, people need support and they need support to find out who they are. And in fact, I would say that the vision, the purpose is to really find out who you are it, and it's to be authentic. You know, it's for Pinocchio to be authentic, to be a real boy, to find himself. And just to finish that off, it's quite symbolic. He had to jump into the ocean and face the fear and enter into the darkness in order to find his creator, his, his dad. So, yeah, that was, that was unscripted, Paul. Was a, that was a great story. Um, you know, that you can see that was your authentic self coming through there, which is a really powerful thing to be able to share. And, um, you know, I think you've hit the nail on the head about the link between our our vision, our purpose, authenticity. Um, and I think if I'm thinking about the struggles that are the common themes that our coaching clients and us as coaches face is, you know, that um, that struggle to figure out what is most important to us and, and then to be able to start taking you know, meaningful, authentic action in line with who we are. And that's something that's, um, you know, something we could spend our lifetimes trying to work work through some of these goals. But, um, you know, I think for me anyway, it's about getting started. It's about helping our clients get started. And I think the key takeaway from this talk today has been, you know, no matter where you are, you can start to define what that vision, what that vision question means to you personally yeah yeah it's a it's um it's a it's a deep subject and um you know uh that's pro probably one of the primary things and places that i i want to to meet people so whoever is watching this broadcast or the recording of this broadcast if it's sometime in the future Finding your vision and finding your purpose and finding who you are is, I think, the 
foundational piece. It's kind of like the the cause or the first uh, part of having a meaningful and purposeful life. Um, and you know, one of the benefits is that when you have a vision that you're inspired by, it helps make your days enthusiastic. Like you, you've got a, um, you know, you've got a higher purpose. You've got a reason uh, for doing what you're doing. And it, it, I would say, actually, you know, there's a lot of motivational speakers, but I'll tell you, it's great to listen to these motivational speakers and, you know, or a podcast or something like that. And while you're listening, you get all fired up, right? You get all gung-ho. Um, and then what happens is the, the, the podcast is over, the weekend, you know, motivational weekend workshop is over. And if you leave that without having done the inner work and really identifying what your vision is, when you leave that environment, um, a lot of people, I think, experience they're kind of back into the loop. They're kind of, you know, uh, aimless again. They're kind of, they feel a bit uh, maybe directionless or lost. And so, and so that is really, I, I think the next step for each of us is to really um, have clarity around our vision. And so, you know, this is, this is the kind of work that I am, I'm offering to do this work with whoever sees this video and wants to do this work to please reach out and, uh, and just say hi and uh, be happy to converse with you. I think Paul is the same, same as me. Yeah. So it'd be great to, I mean, yeah, if this, if any of this resonates with you, it would be great to hear from you. And so, so Paul and I, part of our vision is to have um, more kind of workshops um, in the very near future and also next year where we are doing this type of work um, with, with uh, people that are, that want to be life coaches and, and, you know, it can be other people as well. But the great thing about if you're a life coach or want to be a life coach, the great thing about doing this work is once you've gone through the process, then it's a core framework that you will have directly experienced and you will have seen the benefit and the transformation in your own life. And that will be something that is very likely that you'll be able to facilitate with your clients as a life coach as well, which is, I think, something really valuable. And so, um, yeah, I don't think we have anything planned specifically. Um, we've thrown around some dates for some deeper workshops with, uh, with clients, uh, group workshops, Paul, but um, this is definitely one of the top priorities for me to include in a workshop. And I'm going to post a, a link to a framework that you can download uh, just to kind of get an overview of how to do this visioning work. And um, it'll have my contact information, Paul, Paul and I's contact information. 
and you can reach out and, and touch base with us if it's something you want to talk about as well. Yeah, Paul, I think we're kind of coming to the end. What What are your thoughts on all of this? What is your What's your next step, Paul? I'm just echoing your your comments there, Tyler. I think you know, for all of us coaches, understanding vision and understanding purpose and understanding the challenges that many of us have around identifying our purpose and starting to live authentically in line with our purpose um, is a huge part of the the coaching process in general. Um, and you know, this is a big part of why we've started doing what we're doing now, Tyler. It's yeah, it's about us, um, you know, us giving back, us living in line with our vision, and you know, passing on some of the experience and knowledge that we have been able to obtain over the last few years ourselves. Um, around the the workshops, yeah, I think you look. That's something that I'm massively looking forward to myself. Uh, the ability to get in and start doing a bit more of a, a deep dive into applying um, some of these strategies. Um, I like what you said earlier around the, you know, when we go to workshops, when we listen to podcasts, when we, you know, go go to a Tony Robbins event even, unless we're going to actually take the the ideas and lessons that we learn and apply them, um, we're actually not going to grow at all if we're not going to apply the things that we're learning. Um, and I think that's a big part of what we're wanting to start to, to move towards, you know, helping people or helping create an environment where we can start applying some of these strategies and really embodying the, the work and helping people uncover what their vision is. Absolutely. That's a perfect summary and, and point. I think it's a great way to end this broadcast, Paul. So, I feel great about this um, conversation we had today and I look forward to uh, working with you again, I guess next week. We've got a couple uh, more Life Coach Live broadcasts scheduled. So tune in again and uh, thank you, uh, Paul, for your, your presence and your insight and your support and your wisdom. Thank you, Tyler. Bye for now and we'll, uh, we'll be back soon. Thank you for joining us for another insightful conversation. Remember these discussions are recorded live every Tuesday and Thursday over on our Facebook page. We'd love to invite you to be part of the experience, to engage with us and to contribute to the conversation. You can find a link to the Facebook page below in the show notes. Until next time, keep growing, keep learning and keep transforming lives starting with your own. Bye for now.